0: The Mountain News Roundup is in collaboration with WMHW News, Central Michigan Life, and News Central. Hey guys, welcome to the Tuesday 6 o'clock Mountain News Roundup here on the Mountain 91.5. My name is Kylie Schepanski, and I'm going to be bringing you the news from this week and letting you know what's coming up this weekend. So if you want to hear about things going on in Mount Pleasant and the mid-Michigan area, stick around here on 91.5 The Mountain. A winter storm dropped more snow across parts of Michigan yesterday, February 27th, with the National Weather Service showing new accumulation of up to 6 inches in some areas of the lower peninsula. Classes at CMU taking place after 3 p.m. yesterday were canceled due to the weather. Previously, a significant winter storm brought more snow and high winds to Michigan on Wednesday, February 22nd, and Thursday, February 23rd. The National Weather Service reported heavy mixed precipitation across northern lower Michigan with total snow accumulations of 4 to 10 inches. The storm also brought heavy winds that knocked out power across parts of the state. However, the National Weather Service indicates that seasonal snowfall totals to date are tracking behind the typical year in many locations across Michigan. Now looking ahead, the National Weather Service issued a hazardous weather outlook for portions of southwest lower Michigan. Light snow is expected in portions of lower Michigan tonight, with accumulations of less than one inch expected. But slippery travel is possible into Wednesday morning. And looking ahead to Friday, forecast confidence is increasing for impactful winter weather on Friday and Friday night. According to the National Weather Service, accumulating snow will likely occur across a large portion of lower Michigan, likely resulting in widespread hazardous travel. Wind gusts of 40 to 50 miles are possible and may contribute to blowing snow and a risk of isolated power outages. Now let's get into some CMU news. This past Saturday, the Organization of Black Unity held its 23rd annual fashion show, Dear OBU. With the PLACTA Auditorium filled with students and community members, OBU Fashion Show hosts and models held their attention with themes of heartbreak, self-love, riz, and soulmates, each with their own unique color palette and design style. As head director, producer, and host, Kala Marshall said, fashion is not something you do, it's who you are. The event also featured performances, crowd interaction, dancing, and lots of music. And if you're looking for something to do tonight on campus, Program Board is hosting stand-up comedian LeClerc Andre tonight from 8 to 9 p.m. in the Opperman Auditorium. According to his bio, LeClerc Andre is a stand-up comedian from New York, and his quick wit and charm can be seen dazzling clubs and colleges across the country. LeClerc was featured last year at Just for Laughs Comedy Festival as one of the new faces of comedy, which quickly springboarded him into his TV network debut on The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon in October of 2018, as well as on NBC's Bring the Funny in 2019. To register for the event, you can go to Engage Central. A film about some of the first African-American owned and operated resorts in the country called In Between the Trees, the story of Idlewood and Woodland Park, Michigan, will be shown at 5 p.m. on March 1st in Samuel and Dan- Sarah and Daniel Opperman Auditorium. The documentary follows the story of two resorts, Idlewild and Woodland Park, at a time when segregation was prevalent and when not everybody could enjoy the same resorts or vacation destinations. The parks were operated and owned by African Americans and offered a place where African American individuals could come and enjoy the pleasures of Northwest Michigan. Before discrimination became illegal in 1964, Idlewild and Woodland Park were two of the 30 resorts in the country where the African Americans could go on vacation and purchase property. The film's creator and author, Rose Hammond, will be there for a Q&A following the screening of the film. The event is free and open to the public to attend. This past Saturday, CMU women's basketball fell 80-84 to at Northern Illinois after a hard-fought game. A pair of three free throws from NIU, with less than a minute remaining, sent the game into overtime. Following a back-and-forth first overtime, NIU outscored the Chippewas 11-7 to in the second overtime to hold on to the 84-80 to win on Saturday. This loss leaves CMU still looking for its first road victory of the season. It's now softball season, and the Chips competed at the Western Kentucky Hilltopper Classic. Central Michigan softball dropped four out of five games over the weekend, losing to Jacksonville State and Western Kentucky, but defeating Illinois State. The Chippewas moved to 3-6 and in the season. Despite scoring a second-highest team score of the season, Central Michigan Gymnastics lost its second straight meet to the Mid-American Conference top-ranked Ball State on Sunday. It was a close meet throughout all four rotations, however the Cardinals were able to come out with the win with a score of 196.100 to the Central's 196.075. And that's all I have for sports, but there's lots of news happening in Michigan. Congresswoman Alyssa Slotkin is the first Democrat to announce she will seek the seat to replace Michigan U.S. Senator Debbie Stabenow, who will retire after her current term is done. The Democratic and Republican Senate nominees will be selected in a primary election next year. Slotkin is a former intelligence analyst, and she unseated an incumbent Republican to win a House seat in 2018 and won extremely tight races twice more. Her decision to run for the Senate was anticipated but made formal in a video posted Monday morning to her campaign website. She said her focus will be on issues that matter to the middle class. She also says, quote, We need a new generation of leaders that thinks differently, works harder, and never forgets that we are public servants, unquote. Yesterday, students, lawmakers, and local advocates joined the Michigan State March and Rally for Gun Control. The event was held to demand action in response to the mass shooting at Michigan State University that left three students dead and five injured. Present at the march were survivors of the Oxford and Sandy Hook shootings. They say these tragedies have become all too familiar. State Representative Julie Brixey said that since the mass shooting happened at MSU, students have been reaching out asking that she gets involved. She said she attended the event to show support. According to Brixie, the Michigan House of Representatives will be dropping a 13-bill package this week, which includes everything students are demanding and more. Now let's dive into the segment where I talk about something cool that happened on this day in history. According to History.com, on February 28, 1953, Cambridge University scientists James D. Watson and Francis H. C. Crick announced that they have determined the double helix structure of DNA, the molecule containing human genes. The molecular biologists were aided significantly by the work of another DNA researcher, Rosalind Franklin, although she is not included in the announcement, nor did she share the subsequent Nobel Prize for it. That is all I have for you today, but thanks for sticking around for this week's Mountain News Roundup, and tune back in next Tuesday at 6. I'm your host, Kylie Schapansky.